The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Andy O'Donoghue who joins us for Tech Tuesday. And Andy, the Kindle has remained, hasn't it, a very popular piece of kit for book lovers. But has it gotten bigger and better? Well, it has, Matt. It's got certainly got better. It hasn't got much bigger over the years. It's got brighter, so we've better lights on them and softer lighting, lovely warm light. So reading on a Kindle, and I've been a Kindle user for years now. However... Over the last month or so, I got to test the new Kindle Scribe. And that's the first Kindle for reading and writing. And this is a fascinating device when you think about it, because Kindle is a book reader. So why do you need to scribble? And what they've done is they've added features that are very clever. So it's not just about sort of, you know, you're reading a book and you can annotate or make your own notes. But what you can do, of course, is you can you can put a lot of other types of uh, documents onto your Kindle. And I think this is a fantastic device for students. So if you're doing research and you have PDFs transferred onto your Kindle scribe, you can mark them up and make notes. Now, that's a lovely feature, but... You can do it with other devices as so, well. Sorry, just before you go to other devices. So that just say, for example, if you are more started, you get the PDF, you send the PDF to your Kindle scribe, you can note it, you can change it, you can edit it. Can you on that? Then how do you get it back onto your laptop or whatever? Well, th- this is the thing. So there's no PDF edit features. It's for annotation oh. as opposed to editing. But why they're attractive is there's a couple of things about the Kindle. So this is, first of all, I think it's a 10.2 inch screen, 300 DPI. So it's bright and I must say, it's lovely to use. The writing experience is lovely and lovely little kind of advantages to it. So unlike, say, other styluses, you take the pen out of the box, which comes with it's included, doesn't need to be charged. It works by, I think, some electromagnetic principle. So you just write immediately onto it. And the other thing, Matt, is that if you are going off on holiday or you're on, um, you know, uh, uh, educational tours, The battery life, I mean, you can get months out of a Kindle. So that is fantastic. But at €372, it's an expensive option. Amazon say they are going to update the writing and um, text recognition. It doesn't have text recognition at the moment. So that has to be added. I'm sure Amazon will do this. But if you want one now, yes, it's very attractive and it's a great idea. But it might be a bit too soon to buy one. So what's better? There is a device that made it on to the Time Inventions of the Year list, I think two years ago, called the Remarkable. And Remarkable Paper, they said they were a startup. They created this, what, what they called an e-tablet or a paper tablet. They've announced or released the Remarkable 2. And again, it comes with a stylus that doesn't need to be charged. And this is absolutely incredible. It's slightly cheaper than the Kindle. It's €349. Euros. But it does... Um, it does a lot of things that, say, other more advanced tablets do. So you can write and you can sync whatever you write into the cloud. One of the questions you have to ask yourself is, why would I use one of these? I have an iPad or I have a Samsung. You know, the thing about this is it just allows you to write in that natural way. And I think even at meetings, if you've ever been at a work meeting and someone is typing incessantly while you're having a conversation, it feels somewhat, you know, cold and distracting. Whereas if someone is scribbling, whether it's on paper or on a screen, it's a more natural sort of process. But does this remarkable allow you to download your books? Um, It's not a book reader, but it does allow it for syncing. So they have a cloud sync service 
which actually is very good value. You get a year free and it allows you to uh, create your documents on your Remarkable, sync them to the cloud, get them onto the mobile devices so you can look on your phone and they are adding desktop and mobile noting. So some of the, your listeners may be familiar with Evernote and it sounds like kind of a hardware version of Evernote. I have to say the writing experience, and I've only experienced it very briefly, is absolutely beautiful and it feels like paper. Are you better off sticking to a tablet like an, an, an Apple or a Samsung tablet, like an iPad and, and even if, you know, just for even if the book reading experience is not quite as good as you might be in a Kindle, it's still good. And you can do 101 other things with all the apps as well. Well, I, you know, we, we, we talked about, say, the price of those two devices is about 350 euros. An iPad is more expensive and the iPad that's compatible with Apple Pencil, as it's called, there are about six or seven models. So if you have an iPad, a reasonably recent one, all you need to do is buy an Apple Pencil. And an Apple Pencil will cost 149 euros. Now it does need to be charged however when you clip it onto the side of your iPad that charges it and Apple have a very good notes app and I think there's also an app called Notability and they're starting to, they're more rudimentary but on iPad the um, text recognition is superb. When you're sending an email to somebody, you're typing away and you say, oh I want to draw Matt a little illustration of what I want. You scribble on your iPad and insert the drawing. So for general correspondence, iPad, I think, is very useful. But the best uh, paper tablet experience is probably the Remarkable too. But the Kindle Scribe that we started off with, it doesn't, for example, allow you to email your notes, does it? There's no email of anything description on it. it, it the features on the Kindle Scribe are basic for now, and it's just about annotation. The thing that you have with Kindle is if you want a book reader and you do want to do some annotation, you've got millions of books in the Kindle library. You subscribe to Prime, you get free books every month. There's, there are three very different choices, and I think it's down to people to make their choice about what's most important to them. Andy O'Donoghue, thank you for joining us for Tech Tuesday. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.